Welcome to Shackles. Spirituality without the fluff. Simple questions answered simply. Hello and welcome to another podcast with me, I, Steve, and today we have... Little Saint Nikki. Saint Nikki's in the house. She's in for um, massage and energies. But we were having a random conversation, and something came up where we were talking about uh, starting out in your journey and getting the journey, um, progressing through your journey. Yeah, would be the best way to go. And how the struggles and the ups and the downs. So I've been on my journey a long time. You're relatively new to the, the spiritual aspect of your journey. Yeah, not the healing and the mental aspect. So I'm going to ask you a couple of questions. Okay. Okay. That's how we do it in here. Okay. Just put you on the spot. (laughs) So I want to know if there, what's the major tip that you could give any of our listeners when they're starting out to help them not feel as overwhelmed with all the information out there? Oh wow! Uh, You stumped me right away. Welcome to Shame. What I wish somebody would have told me. Probably find a mentor, if so anything. What, what sort of mentor? Because, you know, within the spiritual realm, we've so, so many, many mentors that we, we generally have to sift through them. Because let's be honest, there's a lot of bullshit out there. Yeah. And there's a lot of people who say one thing and do the opposite. Like, I don't claim to be a mentor of any side. I just, I share what I have. Yes. And I'm, I'm very good in the coining the phrase, uh, Google it. Go Google it. Google it? Yeah, because every person turns to Google. And that's that's one of the things that, if I'm helping somebody start now, that's one of the first things I say. Avoid Google like a plague. Find people. Find real people who are on their path. They may not be, you know, in it 20 years. They may not be of guru standard or mentor standard, but they're going to teach you stuff. Find your tribe, basically. Find your tribe. Yeah. Build a tribe. Build a tribe. Join the Shine Waves tribe. Join the Shine Waves tribe. I did. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fun, right? No, it's important that, just like you said, find people. Because when I, I want to say more like re-entered into this path of mine, um, I didn't have people. So Google and YouTube were my friends. So it was Instagram. I'm not on TikTok, personally. Um, Instagram takes up more than enough of my time. <laughs> so, you know, when you go, you've, you've said that you went through Google, you went through YouTube. What's the pitfalls of that, um, from your opinion? From my opinion, it doesn't really matter what subject you're looking at. You're going to have, like, so many different variables. It's just going to make you question everything that you're trying to learn. Okay. And you're going to just feel lost and alone and more upset, probably, or frustrated and really confused. Um, and it might make you kind of just walk away from a journey that is calling to you. Right. Well, a lot of people do. Yeah. And, uh, you know, even being in the, the game for so long, I've had moments where I just walk away for like six months. I can't do oh, this. Wow. I don't do therapies. I don't, uh, I don't do teachings. For six months, I shut down because I need to find my route again. Yeah. Um, the other side of being uh, starting out in your spiritual path, I believe, is that we get too engrossed spiritually and we forget to live. That too. You know, and that's that's a big one that we find in here that so many people are, well, I do this and I do that. And 
you know, I meditate, the, and I, you know, I do self-healing, and, you know, I, I'm doing this course, I'm doing that course, and I'm like... Uh, they just get so engrossed in it. Yeah, well, when are you going to live in the real world for 10 minutes? Especially when you think about it, like all the stuff in the metaverse and all coming out. And kind of worried about that. <laughs> but yeah, that, that's the thing, right? That's not going to be another platform where people are going to be so engrossed within the information that's sitting right in front of them mm-hmm. that they're not going to really experience it in the real world. And it's the same in the spiritual community. If you get too engrossed into the spiritual aspect or the the striving for that uh, progression within your spiritual yeah. path, you'll forget to live. You have to come off that cloud. And it's, it's one of the biggest things that I've noticed uh, throughout all of my clientele. That they get too engrossed. And I am totally hypocritical. There's been moments in my life where I've got so... Every, everything that happened, you know, a pin drop six kilometers away, but what does that mean to me spiritually? Yeah, I was there. You get, you get so overwhelmed with it that you just don't realize, like, wow, we got to chill and we got to bring it back. Definitely. I think that was me um, almost to a T, like a year and a half ago. Everything had to have some type of meaning. Mm-hmm. Something always meant something. And then... Um, there's this one, um, I guess you could say psychic. She's not really a reader. She doesn't really need anything to read, but mm-hmm. she's, she just, she can channel. She's very intuitive, very, very intuitive. And she, she's very, um, abrasive. Do which you want to name drop? Can I? Yeah. Oh, she right. goes by the hood healer, mm-hmm. Amani Cohen. I love her. I love her because she's raw yeah. and she's like in your face. And I appreciate that nobody's gonna like coddle me or handhold me on my journey like just tell it to me straight (laughs) seriously (laughs) but she kind of just said like get your head out of the clouds and live yeah like nothing really matters unless you're living and being present in the moment and i agree with that you know so why don't we get her in for a chat i would love to she's in la (laughs) yeah but so she could do a we could um, do a Zoom call. We yeah. Could, we could get our, I know she would probably could, love we, it. We could actually do her live through our pod, our Podbean. So we, oh, yeah. if she has a Podbean account, we can add her email and she can actually jump on on the mic and have a chat with us. We, we, we should do that. We should do that with a lot of local therapists. I was actually, I have a small list of things that I wanted to talk to you about later. <laughs> yeah, but we should, we should get, you know, more... Because it's a spiritual community we're building here. It's just not about exactly. the and the therapies, although that's a massive part of what yes. we do. But the, the spiritual community, like our, as we say, even the spiritual artists, every person yep. in this uh, spot that we're in, and we will be going on video soon, so you'll be able to see it all the time. They're all spiritual. They're all local. And it's uh, building that community. So if there is local readers out there or local uh, therapists that do something different. Something different. I love different. Bring your unique magic to shine waves we welcome it but that's that's the whole thing right it's about sharing our community base and then that gives people who are starting out in a path somewhere to go multiple different aspects yeah multiple different people to, to learn from pick their brains yeah i didn't have any of this i didn't have it i grew up in a country where you know they're still allowed to burn witches at stakes yeah it's freaking when you think about it i just grew up in a community where being someone in my position is frowned upon like define that um yeah i'm gonna put you in the <laughs> so i come from the caribbean community right? right so you have one aspect that is very intuitive highly spiritual then you have the other aspect that is very um organized 
religion based, so to speak. Conformed. Conformed. And um, (laughs) it's a really good podcast, too. Um, So but the spiritual side, the more intuitive side, they're still kind of hidden in the shadows. I'm slowly starting to see them come out now, which makes me really, really excited because I feel less alone. But then these the other side and a lot of it is my family. I love you. (laughs) Um, But the judgment the harsh criticism see that's the the, the thing that came up in the the uh, religion podcast I think we're going to call it and you know the evolution of the religion and spirituality um, and yeah it is a good podcast but one of the things that's very common is is that the fact that a lot of people in these modern religions mm-hmm. and you like, utilize that term um, the likes of the Christian or Judeo Christian variances they're they're very new in their practice so they're only like 2,000, 2,500 years old. And a lot of the practices they don't realize come from roots that are a lot older than that. And that's something that I, I get, that's one of my pet peeves. If you're going to utilize and how to bigotize people mm-hmm. for their uh, conformity or spiritual beliefs, at least know the roots of your own. They don't. Mm-hmm. And a lot of them don't want to know the roots. Because the Caribbean community is some of the oldest religions on the planet running through it. Oh, I had no idea. Santa Rien, Santa Morte, yep. which is, when you look into the Caribbean lineages, that's when the first um, exodus from the Congo came into the Caribbean islands. Oh, wow. And that's, that was an old tradition in the center of Congo. It's called Palamayambi. Um, and it's a variation of Santeria and Santa Morte and Syngomanism all mixed in one. Oh, wow. So these are all old religions that are there. And a lot of people still use the old religious uh, how would you say stereotypes or focus and don't even realize it you know the salt over the shoulder yep well all that you know none of that's allowed in the bible but yet it's it's actually an older uh, paganistic style okay of, uh, practice and that's where a lot of people go well i'm so confused and even when we were talking right at the start of this how do you start it there's so much information there is so much it's crazy it's crazy amount. like I, there's one website that i i will i go to but um, i'm not going to name drop it uh, for the simple reason being, um, they get enough coverage without redoing nope, it. No, fair enough. Okay, and but I guarantee you, there's at least like six million pages of information on any given religious path on that. Oh website. wow! And it's free. Yeah. It's a free website, um, donation based. I do donate to it. I am. Um, I have written a few articles for it. Um, Very nice. But the the fact of the matter is there's so much information and it's sifting through the crap. Mm-hmm. Which is why we developed this podcast, Spirituality Without the Fluff. Without the fluff. And that's what we want to do. We just want to make it simple. Well, the, these are the simplest cases, but we understand and we recognize that every person's path, every person's struggles are all different. Yeah. Like, my family's very religious. Um, very religious to the point that you know they don't even talk about my spirituality in any way at all no i'm the black sheep i'm the black sheep in my house and i'm pretty happy with it i can take that because at the end of the day i'm comfortable with what i practice i'm comfortable with how i practice good um because i know i'm not hurting anybody exactly and that's that's where the 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 major how would you say the disconnect disconnect great word comes from where you know because you practice something that's outside conformity mm-hmm. you have that social narrative that family narrative you will lose friends you oh, will yeah. lose connections with family and i think the best message that i could give anybody is if you're committed to your path and you're not just doing it for a phase 
Because there's loads of faces online. It's really trendy right now. This year and then next year, let's be Buddhist and next year. Mm -hmm. And you go through phases. But if you're committed to your path, know that you're going to be fine people who are going to help you there. I know that people are going to uh, grow with you and you, you get your spiritual family. Exactly. Physically family. It's it's still a really good family. Isn't it? <laughs> it really is. I've met some amazing people spiritually. Amazing. And people that were deeply spiritual that I had no clue were deeply spiritual and you wouldn't know just to look at them. Mm-hmm. But when you sit down and have a conversation with them, you're like, wow. I've had so many people blow my mind in my journey. It's crazy. 13-year-old kids and you're like, you know you sort of like what do you know (laughs) you know and then they say something or they do something or i see them do something energetically and you're like oh i got a whole lot more to learn right Mm -hmm. and you're always learning which is a great thing definitely always learning my uh my rule of thumb is if i'm learning something i'll learn it for a year okay whatever path i'm doing i'll learn it for one year because you'll know by the end of that year if you're still involved with it or you're still interested mm-hmm. in it or you're still excited by it. And if not, then you just pick another path. So I work everything that on works. a year basis. Because you can do a lot of work in a year. You can do a lot of research. You can year. do a lot of work in a year. A lot of rabbit holes, too. Oh my gosh, there's so many. I love them. I was just going to say it's fun getting lost in them sometimes, if yeah. not always. Well. It, it, it is always fun because you always learn something. Always. At the end of a rabbit hole, you could turn around and go, well, I'm really interested in this. Yeah. No, this is... It's not for me. This is not for me. And it, again, is having that confidence in your own intuition, your mindset to say, no, I don't want this. And that's fine. Yeah. People have to learn to know what, that saying no sometimes is okay. Take self-awareness. Mm-hmm. Self-confidence. That too. Under this freaking pandemic, nobody has it right now. It's so it low, right? is fleeting. No, I'll, I'll I'm going to retract that statement because in this last week, especially with the, the truckers movement. and Yeah, well, which is I, really nice to see. I, I've seen so many more people get excited about moving forward, about, excited about change. And I'm, I'm, I'm kind of disappointed that it took the truckers to <sighs> I said the same thing. That's the only thing in this, you know, people um, should have come to this realization a long time ago. I'm also really disappointed with some of the external narratives happening around this massive movement right now. Like, mm-hmm. it's a large collective of people across Canada who are coming together mm-hmm. in unity mm-hmm. for a positive change to give just every Canadian citizen their basic human rights back. Yeah. And these little side narratives of it's... I think it, I think it was Bob the Buddha was telling, us, telling me yesterday. Uh, I can't remember the whole quotation. Yeah. But he was saying that one of the original founders of the, the constructs of Canada and the, the country as it was formed when it broke away from the, the Commonwealth, mm-hmm. which is still alive today, is actually trying to sue the government what? because they're going against the very rights that he signed for. Ooh. Now, don't quote me on that, folks, but I'm telling you, you know... That's juicy. It's juicy for the simple fact that even the people who wrote the original rulings for this country are now standing up against it. They don't believe in this. And I honestly, I'm not going to, as I said in previous podcasts, I'm not going to sit here and diss the fact that there isn't a virus out there. Yeah. There is. It is dangerous. Do wear your mask. Sanitize. Hygiene people, hygiene. You should be doing that anyways. Anyways. Basic hygiene, you know, is cleaning your hands, is washing your face. Right. Do the basic hygiene. Not coughing on people. Exactly. It's it's manners and basic hygiene. So a lot of it's common sense. So I'm not saying, as I say, I've had a lot of friends, I've even had family who have contracted the virus. Same. And, you know, it is a real thing. The downside of it is the fear-mongering behind it isn't. And it's got to such a degree that it's not about 
in my personal opinion, it's not about uh, a virus anymore. It's about controlling. Yeah, I agree. And that, and that, I think about six, seven months ago, even go as far to say about a year ago, mm-hmm. this stopped by, about being a virus. They, it's about testing how far they could push people, in my opinion, because everything, there's so much contradiction about it out there. There's so much. And what that's doing, right? That's stressing people out. Mm-hmm. Stress people, lowers your immune system, makes you more susceptible to the virus in the first case. I say this all the time. And the other aspect of that is, if you're spiritually minded, and I'm going to bring the spirituality back mm-hmm. into it, you're losing your tribe because your tribe can't be beside you. So then you lose your way. You lose, you know, that connection, that flow. We are being forced to hibernate socially. Yeah. And I despise We that. are not a species that is meant to be in isolation. We, we don't odd, do well. We get the odd, the odd person who likes, you know, that, that loners, we call them, that lone wolf. But at the same time, we, we all need that pack mentality. We need, we need some, that yeah. high consciousness to keep us going forward. We need some type of connection. Right. We do. Connection of any sort. Just even, it, it's so weird now. Have you ever noticed even walking down the street, you, you're kind of feeling afraid to say hello to people or how's your oh, yeah. home? Because you're like, I'm, am I going to be the weird one that's going to start this conversation? So the paradigm has totally shifted to people who would generally go, hey, how's, how's it going? How's your day? Everyone's... Day? Everybody's so worried about offending or getting into people's personal space. It's crazy. I find that... I don't um, think the world will never be the same. No, it won't. It won't. And I don't know how we'd even get back to any type of similar normalcy that we had before just in community and communication and connection. I find that because I have a dog, other dog parents will be like, oh, hi, but they're really saying hi to my dog, not really to me. Mm -hmm. And then anybody else, like I'm seeing people, if I'm just walking by myself, they're crossing the street or they're going into the grass to like not be in my personal space. And I'm like, I don't have cooties, I'm okay. As as, as energy? therapist though sometimes that's a good thing yeah because <laughs> we don't want people in our energy right we don't want to take, take it on anything it on. but uh, yeah I and mean, that that's the scary part because there is that lack of uh, ability right now to communicate um, to be, find a tribe you know how do we do it do we do it online do we do it you know well I've stayed open as best I can throughout this. You and my cosmic coach have created spaces for people to come together. Um, swear, if it wasn't, if I, if I didn't allow myself to connect to her literally this time last year, mm-hmm. I would have been in complete isolation and it probably would have, you know, my mental health would have definitely deteriorated. Mm-hmm. Um, but because of her and having her monthly meetings with everybody we were outside in the summer so it was great to kind of be amongst like-minded individuals yeah, and sh- yeah in general, sharing an energy it's just like oh there's a human hello it was nice because in that dynamic i could just be at peace with sharing energy with other people who just wanted to be at peace versus at work and i say this to a lot of my clients like i'm lucky to do what i do as a career because i'm still touching people i'm still engaging with people but the energy in that treatment room is everybody's coming in high anxiety high stress depression and i'm sitting there like oh my gosh like how do i keep myself grounded i'd go home and i'd either be an emotional wreck or completely exhausted because i was taking on everybody's stress so how do you get rid of that how how do you teach stress as a therapist because we all have our own techniques there's a few things I'll do. Um, I mentioned in the previous podcast, like I'll meditate. I'll try to meditate between clients if I have the time to do so. Lately, I don't have time because 
I think massage was one of the only things that was open. I know. But massage was one of the only things that was open. So everybody was coming for treatment because we were the only people that could see anybody. Right. Um, I will. I usually get lost in music. Music is my savior. Um, So if I'm not meditating, I'm just getting lost in music. Um, From time to time, I'll pick up a book and get lost in that little world there I cuddle my dog a lot I feel kind of bad because I feel like I push a lot of stuff onto him no but it's not even that it's again it's something personal it's a personal case, yeah right? and then I do a little bit of art some craft stuff um and then if I really just want to be kind of like not like present but not present I will binge Netflix I'll just get lost in a good series <laughs> Well, don't think that's very spiritual, folks. It's not. It's not. When you just kind of want to shut something like everything yeah. down and get just just be somewhere else, I'll do that. Yeah, and it is a variant of that. It yeah, is, it is allowing you to to detach from exactly everything. back to our original point where you get too spiritual sometimes, too energetically involved. And you just want to detach. You have and, to, you know, slum it out for a bit. I do it too. At least a day, maybe a weekend. <laughs> I do. I I generally find that. When I get time, uh, Sunday or Monday when the stores close, mm-hmm. I, I usually find a couple hours just to sit on the couch, binge watch TV, eat snacks, right? You know, spend time with my my wife, my kid. You know, if my other boys picked up their phone, I would talk to them a lot right. more. But you know, it's just about detaching because yeah, massage field, energy field. We we pilot, we feel a lot and we see a lot. We see a lot. People, mm-hmm. a lot we hear a lot. Yeah, we are the ultimate. How would you say depressive soundboards? That's all we do. We take on a lot. Yeah, it was fun. It is fun. I love it because I, I like somebody. I, I know we're just sort of distant, but at the same time. I like the fact that somebody can come in here feeling overwhelmed, feeling that they mm-hmm. they don't belong, they don't know what to do, what their next step is, and walk out with a smile. I mean, right. We've done something right. We've done something good. And we do that a lot. We've changed the trajectory of their mindset. Mm-hmm. Even if it is just for a day or two, we offered them that essence of peace. Yeah. And I find that, when, it, when especially when I'm talking to clients who come in through the door, it's about making sure that they have that, what's the word I'm looking for? continuation mm-hmm. like you know be grateful you know there there is people out there who's in the same boat some of them a lot worse some yeah. of them a whole a lot better you know there's always diversification but be grateful for what you got yeah you your health gratitude is the attitude i love that <laughs> we should put that in a t-shirt where'd you get that is that one of your own not one of my own um That's a good one. i've heard it from a few people i, I just know. love it though yeah it's like just, it's, just, it's it's, it's gratitude is honestly the attitude. When you are constantly focusing on being grateful for something, you don't really have time to focus on other things that don't That's make awesome. you feel so good inside. That's awesome. Right? Well, no, I love it. It just, it just sort of sparked in my head. I like it. Yeah, it's a good one. I like that. Hmm. I wish I could claim it as my own. There's <laughs> something with that. Anyway, so any other tips? Um... Oof. Silence is gold. Right, right? <laughs> Any other tips? Well, I did mention you need to be self-aware. So you can... Well, define self-awareness, because that's a big statement. A lot of people understand what self-awareness, uh, you know, 
get in tuned with yourself talk to yourself journal with yourself like when you're journaling it's not really for anybody else's eyes or ears it's really just for you figure you out some people see my journals they'll be like what the hell is going on in your brain right and if you're not a journal writer and you like to do poetry do it in the form of art whatever express yourself in a way that you can understand yourself figure out what you like figure out what you don't like ask yourself the hard questions it's okay to sit there and yes i talk to myself almost every single day and sometimes i make myself cry because i'll dredge up some stuff that was buried really deep and then i realize okay now that this has surfaced how has it been playing out Mm-hmm. And when I understand how it's been playing out, then I could understand better how to set boundaries with my own self. I'm still learning how to set boundaries. It's not an easy thing to do. Mm-hmm. Um, One of the biggest things that I, I call that is building your own emotional library. Basically. So once you build your library, you know what affects you, yeah. what affects you, and uh, how you are responding. Because you can't control anything except for your response. Exactly. So you can't control other people, you can't control situations, you can control your response to these, and that's where building your emotional library allows you to pick the appropriate response so it doesn't um, personally affect you, Mm -hmm. or you don't take it on as a personal hit, because a lot of people do that too. And uh, it's just about balance. Finding balance. Finding balance. I find saying no. It's okay to say no. Yeah, say no. Family, friends. No explanation required. No is the explanation in itself. And that's where I always say that there's only two people who judge me, myself and God. Right? That's it. That's the only two people I have to answer to. I have to answer to my own consequences and actions and I have to answer to my God. And what goddess or whatever you want to call it. And what you'll find through becoming more deeply self-aware or self-discovery just um that's when you'll find what you like and what you don't like and where your passions truly lie because there's no more distraction there's no more weight of the world um blinding your vision everything starts to become more clear and sing every day dance every day yeah laugh every day. i heard you say that to a client that walked through the door the other day and i was just like you know what he's right because when i was younger i used to sing all i would run home from school watch power rangers and sailor moon and then i'd go into the base and I'd set up all of like my teddy bears and I'd put on a show and I'd sing and I'd dance and I'd have so much fun and then endorphins right and it's just detachment and it makes you happy so if you're singing once a day if you're dancing once a day and as long as you have a good you know and I'm not talking about you know uh, a quick laugh I'm talking like a deep gut bust laugh (laughs) yeah tears running down find something that does that yeah can't catch your breath (laughs) I always tell um, any of my clients who are not feeling their best I'm like do me a favor, only watch comedies for a week straight. Mm-hmm. Just watch your, I don't care if they're reruns, just watch your favorite comedies. Just watch, yeah, watch something that makes you yeah. happy for you. For, for you, just for that little bit. And then when I see you at your next session, tell me how you feel. Mm-hmm. And they're like, I felt so much better. I was like, yeah, you need to laugh more often. People don't laugh anymore. No. Life's too serious. Way too serious. And like, we all get moments like, you know, I, the overheads of a store. Right. People, rent three babies to look after bills groceries yeah no you have you have all the same things but i I find that that expression of you know laughter Mm -hmm. and i laugh a lot in here like these guys make me laugh (laughs) a lot um so i get my laughter in here on a daily basis generally you'll find me singing at some stage and i'm always acting like a loon dancing anyway so 
I, I get my daily intake. So it's just not about the nutrition. It's about the mental nutrition. Yeah. And that's that's the way I look at it. You know, we, we focus on our vitamins. We focus on our food. We, you know, we, so what are you feeding your brain? What are you feeding your emotions? What are you feeding yeah. your brain? What are you feeding your spirit? I think that's the best way to put it. What yeah. are you feeding your spirit? And I would love, oh, that'd be a great feedback. What do you feed your spirit with? Yeah, we want to know. What do you feed your spirit? What do you do to fulfill your soul? What's your soul work? Right? Every night again, and I know it sounds really random, but you said soul work. Every night again, there's a client will come in through the door, and uh, or a new person, and I, I know they need work. I know it. Mm-hmm. I feel it with every essence off, and I'll just go for it and book it in. Oh, I can't afford it. No, this one's on me. And I call that my soul work. That's me. Oh, I work. love it. So I pick one. And I don't do it that often. Obviously, I have overheads. Yeah. But generally, I pick one every two to three months where I go, this person really needs a help in hand, and I'll just do it for free. So. Start them on their work. journey. Just right? Or I'll sit them down, and I'll just get, I'll sit, you know, even on a meditation area, and I'll just sit them down, and I'll go, right, unload. I don't care what it is. Just let me know. I thought I often find myself doing that with my massage clients like they'll just come in and like the weight of the world is literally just I can feel it when they enter the door and normally I'll let my clients sleep when they're feeling like that but, but the second I get my hands on them I'm like talk to me yeah, just get it just out. get it out they're like why and I'm like you'll feel so much better if you just talk I'm gonna sit here in silence no judgment I'm not gonna give you any advice you don't need that from me just let it out. I can't say anything. Yeah, I, I use uh, I use an analogy. Well, it's actually not mine. It was sort of given to me by my partner. Uh, she said, uh, "Comfort or solution." So, do you right? want me to be a signboard, or do you want me to help you find a solution? I, I it solves so many problems. Just saying, comfort. Or I solution. like that. And it's so uh, you know because at least you know where the conversations go on. Yeah. Do I have to take this in, or do I have to sort out an ending? You know, do I have to? F- you find a solution to this. So by setting even that with people that you're very close with, mm-hmm. comfort and solution ratio, well, you know, you're just there to go, okay, I understand you're having a bad day or okay, how can I make this day better? Isn't that, you've shifted the dynamic of that energy just by being there. And I think it's yeah. something a lot more people should get into because when we're overwhelmed emotionally, energetically, mm-hmm. we tend to get very frustrated with the people we care about. Yes. And in that moment, because we are more um, in tune with our emotions and our energies, it gets pretty aggressive pretty quick. Mm-hmm. And that's where you just need to go, right? I need a moment for you just to listen and shush. And that's where that comfort and solution comes. Um, I, uh, you know, I can be open. I'm, I'm a pretty bad temper. And I have a bad temper because I have so much frustration. Fair. Like I'm very frustrated. I'm always frustrated. I'm always wanting to do one better. I'm, the, I'm my own worst critic. <laughs> I am I'd say the same about myself. Yeah, to me. Terrible on myself. Um, I'm always beating myself up because I always want to do better. Mm-hmm. And I always analyze it. To do I better. can definitely relate. But in that moment, I, I, they say people go from naught to 100. I kind of idle at like 96. So <laughs> <laughs> kind of idle in that sort of range, 90 to 96. But in that moment, um, when, when that conversation comes up with any person, you know, a loved one or otherwise, you, you just say, you know, I need some comfort right now. I just need to share this. I need you to be a soundboard. It's not directed at you. It's not about you. I just need you to let me get this off my chest. That works. And comfort and solution does that. That can save people from a lot of arguments mm-hmm. when someone's coming in on 100 or 96. 
Yeah, well, I idle at 96. So it takes very little because I, it, my, the environment mm -hmm. that we work in is high stress all the time. We're always stressed. We're always worried about people's mental health, mm -hmm. health emotional health, spiritual health. So it's always high stress. And even if it's a quiet day in the store, the six or seven people that could have walked through in an hour will totally drain you mentally and you have to totally reset every, every single time reset mentally reset mentally and by the end of the day you've got very little left to reset on and then you come home and you're like oh, i'm tired mm -hmm. and then you have home responsibilities you know walk the dog yeah spend time with your partner you know be a father be a mother you have all these different responsibilities all these different narratives and it's just finding that time to just go <gasps> just take a breath decompress you meditate you read books you said that I find sticking my feet in water helps me. I don't know why. Being just, in nature is really helpful. Hug a tree. I love my morning walks with my dog. Yeah. I love hugging trees. And people, I don't care if people are got me weird. Because yeah, who cares? Just that moment of, I feel connected. Right? You're feeling connected. There's something strong. It's not as strong as robust as a tree. Summertime yeah. walks with my dog in the morning. Like, we're out at the crack of dawn and we will walk for like two, three hours and people are like, why do you walk for so long? And I was like, I get up with the animals. So I'm up in the morning. I get to that, see the that's deer. Where that sand comes from, crack of dawn. Crack of dawn. Because usually the, the roosters break yep. the silence, crack the silence, crack of I dawn. start hearing the birds start singing their mm -hmm. songs. Sometimes we're lucky enough to see some deer um, where we are anyway. Um, I see all types of animals. I've seen minks. I've mm -hmm. seen families of raccoons, like little babies, and like they're not even startled by me because I'm not coming with a large posse of people from every single direction. It's just me and my dog, and they just look and they go. We've come in contact with a pack of coyotes a few times. They don't even bother us either, and everyone's like, you're the animal whisperer, and I'm like, no, they just know I'm not there to bother them. Yeah. Right? They just so know it. Like anything, like humans and animals, they're, unless they're provoked or, exactly. or pushed or prodded, they won't attack. They won't attack. Loads of different things that we could throw out there. Right. I like that. I like random conversations. We have a lot of them in the store. Bob the Buddha is terrible for them. <laughs> He'll just come in and go, what do you think about this? And before you know it, you're in a three-hour deep conversation and going, we should have put this in the pocket. He's definitely one with the questions. <laughs> so, baseline. Let's get back to the baseline. We'll finish this way. We uh, skit up, as we say. Um, Sherry. Sharing is caring. Sharing is definitely caring. Define comfort or solution. Find time for yourself. And don't be afraid to go down rabbit holes. And Find what do you do for your soul? Gratitude is the attitude. Gratitude is the attitude. Oh, that's awesome. Always find something to be grateful for, even if it's just the breath in your lungs. Right. You woke up today. Right. Be grateful for it. So I think that's us for one more. What do you think? You happy? I'm happy. Anything you want to add? Um, love, light, and shadow. Touche. They all work together. They all work together. So that's another one from us. We're going to upload about two or three more yeah. this next couple of days because we have your interview. We have Mia's. Mia's. We have the religion one, and we're doing a live from the store next month, which is going to be launched on YouTube live. Oh wow! Instagram live. We have an amazing piece of new artwork that we have to show off that a local artist came in and done for us. So yeah, it's going to be a fun day. It'll be great. So that's all from me. We'll be seeing you. Have fun and thank you for listening. Bye. Bye.